Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hell or High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D Hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Good news! The Prime Estate are looking for a new dynamic droid manager. Are you a visionary leader with a passion for driving excellence? Are you ready to take your career to new heights in a thriving corporate environment? Do you have the sinister high-toned voice of a typical cartoon villain? If so, we have an incredible opportunity waiting for you. I always wanted to work at the Prime Estate, ever since I was a little schoolgirl pulling the wings off of flies. Our previous droid manager was recently cut in half by an arc welder, so now we're looking for an enthusiastic go-getter with a positive attitude and a vaguely threatening European accent. I was nothing more than a deranged psychopath with delusions of grandeur until I joined the Prime Estate and made those delusions reality. At the Prime Estate, we believe in pushing boundaries, embracing innovation, and crushing the spirit of our worker droids. That's why we need managers who can belittle, berate, and mock our droids with withering put-downs. I thought you were a worker droid, but you must be a vacuum cleaner since you suck so much. Sound like fun? Well, come and join the Prime Estate, where innovation meets subjugation. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hell or High Rollers! Yeah! We are back and uh, let's just dive straight in. You know who I am. I'm Dave. I'm your GM. Chris, let's start with you. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a barbarian Goliath. And a a little interesting thing about Glubrick is that he once got lost in a house of mirrors for 17 weeks. (laughs) 17 weeks, yeah. I nearly just did a spit take. That's a big chunk of time, isn't it? For it to do anything. It felt longer. How did he survive? He formed a little mirror family. Uh-huh. 
And so it was a bit like Inception. So yeah. he kind of, <laughs> you know, and then one day he got out and he left his mirror family. But yeah, he lost his mind in there. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I was going to say 17 weeks is kind of the length of time. If you're in a new city, that's how long it takes to put down roots and really feel like you belong <laughs> yeah. there. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Settled in the yeah, mirror yeah, world. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good couple of spin off series sorted. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We'll do something with the Patreon. He's just got a mirror family roaming the, the mirror world. The mirror world. So yeah. what does he that's think every scary. time he sees a mirror? He's, he thinks there's a message from them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. What about any kind of reflection, like in water or... No. He's no, not an idiot. That's not a real thing. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Ellie, did you say he's not an idiot? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I thought that needed more. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Hello, I'm Adam Megiddo, and I play the role of Eric Sanguinius, the human necromancer who lives alone in the Rodney Marsh out on the high-vis tower. Recently, I've been having a bit of a dig at the D12. And um, I just want to I just want to update that by saying it is one of the nicest looking of the dice. You've true. changed your You've tune, changed. haven't you? Don't feel guilty. Absolute flip-flop. I don't feel guilty. Well, hang on. No, that's not a complete flip-flop. I still think it's an irrelevant dice. But aesthetically, <laughs> it is quite pleasing. Today, I want to bring into question the D4. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, please do. Do we really need a D4? Like, do we really need a, a, a die with four sides <laughs> like it just seems it seems excessive in its minimalism <laughs> i'm looking it up right now you can get a yeah. d1 what the hell you can get a d1. a d1 i've seen it's a dice that always ends the, the same way up it's like it looks like a little tube little egg but why That's pointless you... absolutely pointless exactly so now the d4 is looking looking great that's a very dangerous way to live any kind of life if you're comparing, <laughs> you compare anything to the D1 version of yourself. It's very alarming. Yeah. I think Mate, that's how I live my life. <laughs> I just keep lowering the bar until I'm happy. I'm also wondering what the biggest possible die is. You know, is there a yeah. D1000? I mean, presumably, if you can get enough surfaces on it, sky's the limit. Well, if you spend enough time, you know, looking up D&D things on Amazon, as I do, you see there, uh -huh. you can buy a D100 and they are ludicrous. It's just basically a ball, but with yeah, very, rubbish. very slight edges how would you how would it's, it it's rubbish greg got me one of those and mm. it is impossible to know what number it's landed on yeah. fucking greg yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy hi my name is ellie morris and i play ghoul the teeny tiny campestry guy uh <laughs> i had something i thought i had something more but i didn't i just had the word guy a little fact about ghoul so you know he's had this this infernal curse for I guess I don't know how long, but it, it, it seems like it's been a while. And so he is getting a little bit lonesome for the touch of, you know, his oh, friends. He hasn't had any contact with any creature. But unless it's to hurt them. Yeah. So he's kind of in secret been making little puppets of the happy boys and just kind of like holding their hands and oh, hugging them ooh. when no one's looking. That's too wow. sad. Too, too sad. Yeah. Wow. And if there's like a tree that's shaped like Henley, he'll just go and kind of hold its leaf or something. Oh, but oh. why did he keep trying to kill me then? <laughs> it's a complicated relationship. You know, it you hurt the ones you love. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm Henry Shields and I play Henley Whispers, aka Soft Core Phonography. <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> <laughs> looks on many levels because he has a soft core yeah. anyway <laughs> mate that is that is a that is a slow and quick burner 
That's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Human ranger, hell raiser, into the abyss gazer. You may have heard the phrase, if you gaze too long into the abyss, the, the abyss will gaze also into you. Henley heard yeah. that phrase and he thought, I'm fine with that because I would like the extra attention. <laughs> so he'll gaze wow. into the abyss all day long. Is that a phrase though? I've never heard that. Have you not? No. I mean, it's not a phrase, it's a, it's a quote. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it That's Nietzsche? Cool. Nietzsche, yeah. Nietzsche, oh, okay. Oh. Oh, hello, Nietzsche. It's Nietzsche, sorry. I've never, Nietzsche. I've never heard it spoken. I've only seen it written. I would say Nietzsche, though. Would you? I say Nietzsche. I, well, Nietzsche. How do you spell it? Let's call the whole thing off. Da, da, da. You say Nietzsche, I say Nietzsche. <laughs> I would call them Nachos. Nachos. Anyway. Wow, in one sentence, we've managed to destroy the intellectual credibility of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if we had that. It's a longer, It's part of a longer quote which is, he who fights with monsters should look to it that he himself does not become a monster. Mm. That's mm. what it's about. Not our oh, words, the words God. of Friedrich Nachos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and quite apt, because we're all slowly turning into devils. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are, yeah. Nice. And on that intellectual note, shall we begin the next episode of Hell or High Rollers? Yeah! Yeah! We last left the Happy Boys uh, when you were walking into the inner sanctum of Scarifax's military camp. You'd made your way through a series of random defences and you finally got into the inner sanctum when you were preparing for battle with Scarifax. Now, along the way, Henley managed to inflict some damage. Well done. So he will start this battle with minus 20 HP. You also got a surprise round on him, but all of your weapons were turned into various silly things. <laughs> also, to remind you, because I keep forgetting, Tootsie McJingles is with you as well. Yes. Uh, he didn't yeah. get an attack. He just sort of made wry comments. The uh, the last thing you saw as you entered the inner sanctum was the, the naked Scarifax smashing a shit ton of random potions on the floor and screaming bring on the chaos. Now, the walls and the floor and the roof of this lab, as he smashes all these potions, begin to crackle and fizz, and reality starts to shift and ripple. And at the end of the last episode, I had you all roll me initiative. So, roll me initiative and give me those scores, and then I'm going to explain how this boss battle is going to work, because it's a little bit different to usual. I got 14. 20 for Glubrick. Ooh, quick off the draw. I know, he's a quick boy. 15 for Henley. And 9 for Eric. Always ah, lost. Ah, Always Gwinius. lost. Just very slow. Slow Gwinius. <laughs> slow Gwinius. Slow Gwinius. <laughs> Sorry, Henry said that, and then I don't think anyone heard it. So oh, it. no. Boo. No, mate, claim it, claim it. Um, is, is Spadge still with us, just to check? Oh, yeah. Spadge is with us, definitely, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so Spadge is going to go with Eric. What was he before he became undead, though? Yeah, he, was a, he was a demon, just a just, oh. just kind of bog-standard demon guard. Sure. A boggy demon. Just sort of the, the demon equivalent of like an imp. Great. So let me explain to you guys how this battle is going to work, okay? So each turn against Scarifax is going to be a group action, all right? So you as a group are going to take an action against Scarifax, and then he will have a chance to respond. But the reason I got you to role initiative is because when it's your initiative turn you will be the leader of that group action does that sort of make sense yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah. so you can kind of like lead that action decide what the group wants to do and like how people will help you and stuff in the true spirit 
of chaos. This battle is going to be totally random. Now, by throwing down so many potions at once, Scarifax has created a sort of arcane overload in his lab and he has ripped through reality. Now, each turn, you're going to be teleported to a totally random location with a totally random set of rules that I will improvise on the fly. So I have an online phrase generator. Oh my goodness. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to click the button and when it's your turn, you can decide pick a number or a dice roll or whatever, that would tell me how many times I'm going to click the button, right? And I will read out whatever the phrase is and I will invent a battle scenario based on this phrase. Great. Does that make sense? Amazing. Wow. Okay, this is great. That's so good. So, Gluebrick, you are up first. Now, you can tell me how many times you want me to click this button. You can roll a dice. What do you want to do? I'll roll a a D100 now. (laughs) Uh, Eight times, please, David. Oh, my God. Okay, eight times. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, your phrase is, Ride him, cowboy. And you are... immediately teleported into the wild west and all four of you find yourself on uh, on horseback and you ha- you are in a now in a race with Scarifax and it's a hundred meter dash on horseback wow Okay. What okay. devilry is this? I don't know, but I love it. Nay! And I just, like, I, I Glubrick, shake you're not my the horse. horse. You're not the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be riding Glubrick? <laughs> yeah, you want to dismount your horse and ride Glubrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glubrick thinks he's a horse. He's, so. he's a horse, yeah. And I think I'm just doing like, a sprint race with the horses myself. Um, yeah, yeah. Does the Get horse, on, Henley. Does the horse take damage because Ghoul's on it? Oh, uh, no, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say because I like animals. I'm gonna say the horse is okay. Yes. My horse oh, doesn't instantly that die. That would be, would be that would be sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, we're riding. You're on a saddle. I'm on a we're saddle. We're digging yeah. in our spurs and we're going. Smash it. Yeah. So, uh, Glubrick, you are team leader. What do you want everyone to do? Do you want everyone just to plow straight for the finish line? Where's the apprentice? <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm in charge. Yeah. With his Glubrick, be like, everyone off your horses. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. He's not going to do that. How far? is like Scarifax from me. Willis say he's right next to you. He's on a horse, st- stood right next to you. you. You're all on the start line. Okay, well, it, uh, there's a part of me that thinks like we should, one person should race. A- okay, guys, one person should should race ahead and the rest of us should try and slow down Scarifax. It's not about getting there first. It's about making sure the other people lose and hurt themselves. Genius, genius. An excellent idea. Might I volunteer to be sub-team leader? Um, <laughs> uh, yes, oh, uh, 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 here's, the, here's the nays, we, here's the nose. Yeah, let's vote on that, please. Are we not in a bit of a hurry here? <laughs> well, I could, be in charge of, I could be in charge of marketing. Yes. All right, I vote for that. Yes, I uh, nay to that. All right, fine, yes. Nay, yeah. but nay oh, here is no. yay. But oh, it's nay, no. Oh, nay's yes nay's if you're a horse. Yes, yeah. you're a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whilst uh, we're discussing this, I have noticed he has got some way ahead of us. <laughs> Come on, let's ride! The nays have it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so now we, we bolt off, all of us, on the horses. Well, you're riding Glubrick. I'm riding a horse. Eric's riding a horse. Fantastic. We immediately pull this to pieces. Yeah, I'm riding Glubrick. Eric, are you going to do the distracting or slowing down of Scarifax? Is that the plan? I am. I'm going to cast I'm going to cast Mage Hand. I'm going to get the hand in front of his horse, and I'm going to beckon him. I'm going to beckon the horse Ooh. off track. Nice. Oh, you're, you're trying to... Okay, so roll me a... Roll me a persuasion check because you're trying to persuade the horse. Could just use your magic missiles, bro. <laughs> okay. As- Ooh, passive oh, aggressive team leader. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is the apprentice. <laughs> well, we can, we'll, 
That'll come back to haunt us in the boardroom. Meanwhile, I rolled a 16. <laughs> a 16, okay. And Scarifex is going to roll a wisdom... Sorry, the horse is going to roll a wisdom saving throw. And the horse gets a 14, so the horse is distracted. Nice. Oh, wow. As the horse, the horse is kind of veering off, follow, starting to follow the uh, the mage hand. Now, while that's happening, Ghoul, can you roll me an animal handling check? Oh, and yeah. Gloobrick, can you roll me an athletics check? Oh, it was it was a 13. 13, yeah, your horse takes off and starts following Scarifax. It's not going very fast, but it's getting there. Okay, cool. Can I can I cast Skyrite, please? In the in the direction that the horse has been led off. I'm just gonna Ghoul's gonna cast Skyrite and it's gonna write horse party this way. <laughs> very, very nice. Now I'm gonna roll horse an intelligence party. check. Horse party. Horse party. Let's try and beckon the horse to the horse party. <laughs> I don't think the horse can read, but I'm going to roll an intelligence check to see how intelligent this horse is. That horse needs to get an education. Unfortunately, this horse has an intelligence score of three, uh, no! so it cannot read. <laughs> cannot read your horse oh. party. Okay, well, but no. Gloobrick looks up and is like, "Oh, that sounds joyous." Okay, yeah, Gloobrick, uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Ten. Ten. And what was your athletic score? Guys, there's a horse party. I think we should check it out. Ghoul, no. <laughs> that was a lie you told oh, several yes. seconds ago. Whoops. <laughs> uh, Eleven, Dave. So you run quite slowly towards the horse party. Almost like just edging towards it, not quite sure if I should be going to the horse party. I dig in my spurs and chase Scarifax harder, saying, I am now the leader. (laughs) (laughs) He's usurping your title. (laughs) No. Great. Eric, roll me an animal handling check. A 15. 15, yeah. You thunder up to Scarifax and you catch up with him. And you are now neck and neck with Scarifax. Uh, Is Henley doing anything? Yes. I cast Speak With Animals on myself so that I can now speak with the horse. And I'm going to call out to Scarifax's horse. Uh, Tell him uh, about don't the be party. nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, um, hi. Uh, w- would you be interested in going to a party? <laughs> He's a little nervous. Yeah. Henley, Ghoul just kind of looks at Henley, disappointed, and starts shaking his head. <laughs> So you're stood on the start, essentially on the start line with Gloobrick <laughs> running the wrong way on his back yeah. and just screaming at a horse. Would you like to go to a party? I'll shout out to the horse. Uh, horse, the party's this way. Sorry, I can't shout louder. I'm a little horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gloobrick loves that. Uh, <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check on the horse. Do I get an advantage because I can speak? horse <laughs> no because i think the horse is like the, the horse is just quite confused there's a lot going like everyone's there gone for the horse i think the horse has been quite overwhelmed to be honest <laughs> we've all ignored Scarifax. yeah that's so true <laughs> okay that was an 11 yeah the horse is just like that's what yep. it says <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is what horses will do and now it is scarifax's turn so scarifax is going to roll animal handling and he rolls a 19 so his horse starts to thunder away and he uses a uh, random spell and he casts mirror image his horse and him split into four images as he thunders towards the finish line. Oh, dear. Oh, more people for the party. (laughs) (laughs) Now it is a horse party. (laughs) Now, I'm going to say that Scarifax, you guys will have one turn to try and stop him, but Scarifax, if you don't stop him, he will win the race and you will each take a D12 of damage. Okay, we've got to stop him. How far away from the finishing line 
am I? Uh, you, you, you're nowhere near. You and Glubrick have run off in the wrong way. Scarifax has managed to get his horse back under control from the beckoning mage hand. Oh, God. And the closest person to Scarifax is Eric. Okay. Eric, it's on you. I will cast Thunderwave. Ooh. I'm going to blow up all the horses. Blow up. It's not an explosion. <laughs> Thunderwave. I'm going to... <laughs> just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna blow up the horses. Um, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from me. Each creature in a 15 foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw? Yeah. Interesting. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. Just hoping that it will either A, take out all the illusionary horses, or even B, take out Scarifax. Yeah, knock him mm. off his horse. You do manage to take out the illusionary horses. The thunder wave fires out from you and swoops ahead of you. However, Scarifax rolled a 26 on his oh. constitution saving throw. So he he manages to remain steady on his horse and he is still plowing towards that finish line. Oh, wow. Okay. Can can Ghoul do something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember, okay. Glubrick is still in charge here, guys. You know. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Glubrick, <laughs> yes? may I do something, please? Oh my god, yes. All right. Uh, okay, so Ghoul is going to cast Hold Person on Garifax. How far Garifax. is he away from you, though? Well, I think it's a range of 60 feet. Yeah, because you, you rolled pretty decent on your animal. So yeah, you are you have moved up in the race. So I'm going to say you're within 60 feet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, choose a humanoid that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration, which is one minute. What's your spell save, Ghoul? It's 16. Is Ghoul a genius? Incredibly wise. Wow. You wouldn't know it from talking to him. What? No. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> We're just walking towards our yeah. horse pie. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I shouldn't have climbed on your back. Apologize. <laughs> I really feel like I, I may have been responsible for us losing this task. No, no. We all we all we all wanted to go to the horse pie. Well, when we get in the boardroom, let's just stick together and take down Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as Ghoul casts hold person, Scarifax yeah. rolls a wisdom save throw and he rolls mm. a natural one. Ah, oh, yes. Wow. So he, you just hear, <laughs> and he just, his body just freezes. The horse bolts yeah. off and he slams to the floor about 10 meters, 10 feet away from the finish line. So he is just paralyzed on the floor. Nice. Suck it. Great. I'll just try, I'll just grab Glubrick by the ears and steer him towards the finish line. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Here we go. <laughs> That's me moving. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Nay, nay, nay. Go Brick. You're doing it. You're doing it, buddy. Eric, what are you just? Are you just heading straight past him over the finish line? Uh, yes. Is, uh, is the purpose here to win the race or just to stop him from winning? No, to win to win the race. So basically, uh, every one of you that gets across the finish line before him, he will take a d12 of damage for every person. Oh my gosh! Yes. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna race towards the line. Great. Do it, Eric. Uh, so I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, roll me an animal handling check. That's a 14. Yeah, I'm going to say that is enough just to get you over the line. So Eric flies over and uh, fireworks go off and they spell winner in the sky. Yay! Okay, cool. Can I do a little... I'm, I'm, I'm going to run to the finish line as well, but on my way, can I do a little mushroom bash onto Scarifex? Yeah, just absolutely. Just down. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to say you can just do that because he right. is paralyzed. So you roll me 5d6 of, yes, I do. of damage. And also he got a natural one. So, you know, he's not doing well. 
11. From 5d6. I know, I got a lot of ones. Wow. Right? Yeah, you did okay. not do good yeah. there at all. I know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say you guys are... Uh, so now Ghoul is level with Scarifax and Henley and uh, Glubrick are up with Scarifax. He's going to make one more wisdom saving throw to see if he can get up and sprint over the line. And he fails yet again. So you guys are free to cross the line to claim second and third place. Woo! Oh, yeah. Yay! Second place. That's that's really better than first, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on, go on, cool. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, oh, we, oh, we do have time for this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll write it in a letter. <laughs> I look forward to reading it. Meanwhile, I came first. <laughs> 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 And Scarifax takes a whopping 29 damage. Wow. So next in the initiative order, it is Henley. So as you cross the finish line, fabric of reality again begins to uh, shift and tear. And Shields, how many times would you like me to click this button? I'm going to roll a D4 to piss off Adam. I got a one. Just a one. You could have rolled a D1. That's the irony. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your phrase is a piece of cake. So you are teleported into the... British Bake Off tent. Ah. Yeah. Oh, we're doing all the great reality TV shows of the of, yeah. of oh uh, British God, TV. Yeah. This is so good. <laughs> so yeah, you look over and you see Scarifax in a little uh, in a little kind of apron, and he's he's w- working away at an oven, uh, and he's making a cake. And at the other end of the room is a sort of fawn with silvery hair oh. and a giant hand, and that is uh, Hall Ooh. Pollywood. And um, they are uh, <laughs> they're, they're watching you make the cake. You've got to make a showstopper cake uh, and you guys can oh make four cakes or you can make one cake work together. But Scarifax is already working on his cake. Oh my gosh. Okay, what does it look like? Well, it's just batter. It's just batter at the moment. Oh. Okay, Ghoul jumps in the batter. What's... <laughs> ghoul man. jumps in Scarifax's batter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, not? great. Yeah. You're going to be cooked. You're going to be put in the oven. Just want to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he's making a savoury dish, that's fine. You've just added mushroom. <gasps> no! Oh my gosh, Gould just realized what he did. Yeah, he's folding you into um, into the uh, into the cake and he's poured you into a baking tray and he's putting you in the oven. So and he slams the what oven is? shut and then Ghoul is You're in the oven. Quickly. Whoa, no, um uh, uh, well I am also I'm I agree with authority, so I turn to Henley and I'm like, Henley, sir, I'd really like to go and help Ghoul. How did uh, that happen so quickly? I'm just to let you guys know, I've started a stopwatch on my phone and every thirty seconds Ghoul is going to take a d12 damage. Wait, wait, oh my why God. would I do that? was not my intention. <laughs> Spadge, I tell my servant Spadge, and I tell my servant Spadge to race over and rescue Absolutely. Him. So Spadge is like, hey, absolutely, I'll go and rescue him. And he goes to open <laughs> the oven door. Uh, and I just rolled a dexterity check for him, and he got a two. So he just like, fum- he's fumbling with the door, and Ghoul, you take 10 damage. This is awful. Oh. Ghoul's getting really bad, like, PTSD flashbacks of when he jumped in the river. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Why does he keep yeah. doing this? Um, uh, Henley, still thinking about that? Are you? Is it okay if I go and help Ghoul? Uh, no, no. You know what? I'm team leader. Eric, you're in charge of rescuing Ghoul. Glubrick, you and me are going to make a cake, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, in that case, and I rip off my top. I don't know why. Yeah, you rip off your top, yeah, to <laughs> clothes to reveal your sweaty. Ghoul takes body. another seven damage. Oh Guys, God! Yeah. Help me. So uh, yeah, Eric's going to help Ghoul. I'm going to jump on Glubrick's back again, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to grab his hair and do a ratatouille. And we'll make a yes. You guys carry on. <laughs> Eric, help Ghoul. I shall indeed. You can rely upon me to win this task for the team. 
do it then. So what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to take action. Yes, to take arms against a sea of troubles and fire poses. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, uh, what, what do I? What, what's happening in front of the oven? Is anyone in the way? Can I just go and open? Yeah, Scarifax is there. Ghoul takes another eight damage. Yeah, hang right. on a sec. Oh, hang on a second. Okay. I, I, okay. I cast invisibility and I go over and, and tap him on the shoulder, sneak round, and then open the oven and whip the plate out. Okay, great. I'm gonna roll a wisdom saving throw for Scarifax, and uh, yeah, he gets uh, he gets a twelve. So yeah, I'm gonna say the old tap and switch works, and you open the oven, and are you what are you are you trying to grab Ghoul from the from the dish? Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna rip Ghoul out of the middle of great. it. Great. So you rip Ghoul out, uh, and you take you take no more damage, Ghoul. But Eric, you now take five d six damage. Oh yes, that's true. I'd quite forgotten about that. Oh, Ghoul. This this could be lethal. Uh, okay, two, seven. Oh no. Seven, oh, ten, twelve. Uh, luckily, quite low rolls, but still fourteen points of damage. Fantastic. Ooh, Ooh. sorry. Okay, and then Ghoul is like quite, you know, singed and and hot, but he says, uh, "Don't worry, it was worth it. I pooed in the cake." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent work. And sorry, Gluebrick and Helly, what the fuck are you guys doing? So I've gone for on his back again. Great. Mm-hmm. It worked last time. I'm pulling his hair, and we're making a Did it work? Cake. Let's just we do this won. outside. Right, we won. <laughs> That's what we they won think. the race. Yeah. So I'm on his back, and I'm holding clumps of his hair, and, yeah. I'm, mo- and I'm moving them, and we're doing a kind of ratatouille. I tell him what to do through his hair. Yeah, and uh, we're making this cake. Yeah, let's have Henley roll an animal handling check. Excellent. <laughs> Gluebrick handling. Gluebrick handling <laughs> check. And let's have... Because uh, you're sort of preparing food, so let's have Gluebrick roll a survival check. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> Eight. And I got six. Sweating into the cake. I know. I'm just pulling clumps of your hair out. <laughs> you just rip out some of Glubrick's hair. Glubrick, you just drop the bowl on the floor. All the kind of like batter and mix is just like down, spread all over the floor. And you look over to Scarifax. <laughs> who is working on his cake. Now, he hasn't realised that... Gull, he didn't realise that Ghoul went into the cake or even came out of it. But nice. Scarifax just rolled a natural 20, so his cake is looking fucking oh, sick. Oh, no! And it is now Scarifax's turn, oh, no. and he turns to you guys and just uh, smiles and just like, time for some chaos! And he just launches a potion at... And I'm going to roll a d4 at him. There's four of us. He launches a potion at Glubrick and the potion shatters on your body and you gain double speed for the rest of this round. (laughs) So your speed is doubled. Nice. That's pretty good. Oh, great. Make the cake again. Come on, quickly, Glubrick. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, we immediately turn around. I guess you've poured out most of my hair now, so you're just kind of like massaging my scalp into like, like, yeah, pushing my brain so my arms move. All you have to to do is make a cake that tastes better than my literal shit. That's true, and that is a tall order at this stage. I'm going to try and make another cake, but I'm. can I do an investigation check? Is there anyone else in the room? Like other demons or whatever devils, like making cakes. Uh, no, no, no. It's just it's just you two. And for, for Yeah, and, and whole Bollywood. Okay, great. I'm just going to go straight in and start making the cake again, but I'm super fast. I'm really confident now. I'm, with my eyes closed. Don't close your <laughs> eyes, Don't. <Blue Bricks. laughs> no, no, I don't close my eyes. Okay, so with your speed and uh, so is anyone helping you? That's the thing. Is it just you making the cake now? I'm helping. What I'm doing is I'm I'm perched on his back like a little gremlin. I'm whispering orders into his ear, just being like, no, that, that's not sugar, that's salt. And I'm using my tail that I 
have because I'm a I'm yeah. art devil. I'm using my tail to like pick up ingredients and hand them to him. Nice. I'm being a helpful little back monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so while this is also happening, as I'm doing at speed, I go over to Hall Bollywood and like they do in those kind of TV shows, I'm also giving an interview at the same time. Mm. And I'm yeah. kind of sitting there talking about my my really tough life to gain sympathy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, I absolutely murdered my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's going to endear you to the British public. <laughs> but she was a she was a jam maker, so you know the yeah. oh, history my, yeah, of yeah, cooking. Yeah, that's what was worse. She I killed a you. jam maker. <laughs> context, blue brick context. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing that. Making <laughs> okay, great. Can I give him an advantage by helping him with stuff? Yeah, yeah. So we'll say that because you've got an extra pair of hands and a tail and stuff like that. Let's say uh, blue brick. Roll me another survival check with advantage. <laughs> 13 13 it's not great unfortunately and your cake comes out the oven and it looks like a sort of uh, year 10 home ec class cake where you know it's not bad but you don't really want to eat it look it might still be better than literal mushroom shit well it is I I have to say it is pretty tasty what is your diet Uh, your own shit <laughs> just a circle of <laughs> general dirt and mulch. <laughs> yeah, so this is reprocessed mulch. <laughs> oh God! Hall Pollywood comes over to look at your cakes and he assesses them on their uh, aesthetic properties. Scarifax's looks fucking unbelievable, and it is is the best cake you've ever seen. Full of poo, though, isn't it? Full of yeah. shit. <laughs> and um, it's Glubrick just saying that in the corner. <laughs> he looks at you, Glubrick, as he tastes the cake, and he just says, "That's a nice cake. That that is a nice cake." And he looks he looks you in the eye, Glubrick, and there's a tear in his eye because he just says, "You've done your mother proud." Well done. Oh. And he gives you a little pat on the shoulder. Thank you. And then he goes over to Scarifax's cake, and Scarifax is really nervous. Like, he's really scared. He's just, like, shaking in his little Scarifax. He's only wearing boots. And uh, he's shaking in his little Scarifax boots, and uh, he's just like... <laughs> and Hall Pollywood <laughs> takes a, a slice of the cake, puts it in his little fawn mouth, and he chews it, and he ruminates for a moment, and he just says, there's something in this. There's Ghoul just giggles. Something in this. <laughs> what is? Is that? Is that? Is that? <laughs> campestry pellets. <laughs> and a huge smile comes across his face, and he says, "That is the most delicious cake I've ever had in my life." And he shakes Scarifax's hand. No, it's like, like truffle. Food. You know how everyone loves oh, yeah. fucking Girl, truffle. You're right, it is nice. It's oh. like a delicacy. It's like that. <laughs> You know that um, golden shit in American Dad? It's like that. (laughs) Yeah. We seasoned it. And each of you take 11 damage. Oh, no. Oh, Oh my God. I'm really almost, I'm literally almost dead. But Ghoul just says, you know what? I'm not mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you have all your lives. I've got two hit points and I've only got two soul lives. Cure wounds you, but then I'd have to touch you. Oh, gosh. I can heal myself. Could you cure wounds me? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yes, I can. Do I have time for this? Yeah, I'm 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 in a healing word, Eric. You healing word yourself, I'll cure it. Okay. Yes. And the healing word for today is blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Very, very sweet. And I'm going to cast cure wounds on Eric. Oh, thank you. You get eight hit points. Oh, thank you. I pat him on the shoulder. It's okay, Eric. It's all going to be okay. Okay, that's three plus five. Okay, eight. Right, nice. Thank you. Oh, so what now, You sir? guys done with your nerd maths? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Who's that guy? <laughs> that's the that's the that's uh that's one of Scarifax's personalities. Just like yeah, you fucking nerds, and then reality shifts and changes, and <laughs> it is now Ghoul's turn. So Ghoul, how many times do you want me to click this button? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven <laughs> times. Okay, here we go. Twenty-seven <laughs> times. Bum, bum, I, re- bum, I regret bum, that. Bum, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. You get or oh, a tug of war. Oh. 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 oh my god. So it is All the right. four of you against Scarifact in a straight up tug of war. I turn around to Toots, who's been with us this whole time and done absolutely yeah. nothing. I'm like, Toots, are you going to do anything? He, You look at him and he's just smoking a cigarette, reading the seagull. <laughs> seagull. <laughs> yes, this is a tug of war. I have a lot of experience with roots. So I'm going to tell you exactly how to do this. Now, everybody take the rope. We, I do. Yes. All right, and now do, everybody. Now this is a curveball. You pull. Okay. Presumably, <laughs> <laughs> Ghoul is just hanging off the rope he as is. well. He's not doing anything. Three literally... feet off the floor. Hundred yeah, percent. You just found your Spadge. Put your back into it. Oh yeah, Spadge. Spadge grabs the rope and he's just like, absolutely, Master Seguidius. I'll grab your rope. I must say, I must say, I fancy our chances here. There are many of us. We have Glubrick, who is immensely strong. We have Spadge on oh. our side. Surely nothing could go wrong. So. Ooh. <laughs> so everyone just roll me uh, an athletics check a- apart from well, ghoul because <laughs> you're oh, hanging oh. from the air can i roll my can i contribute yeah no you can you can roll athletics check as well can i use my inspiration yeah if you have it yeah yeah 19 19 i'm gonna add all these together i got a 13 13 but i mean i am hanging off the rope so i got a one but not a natural one. Oh, because you have a minus yeah <laughs> Eric's yeah. weedy. Eric just slips. Eric just slips oh, in the mud. Oh, Eric's so weak. Oh. So, this is not his strong suit. <laughs> and what did Henley get? I got, I got five. Oh, got Henley's five. so weak. Oh, wow. So Henley, Henley, gets on you. Henley loses his footing, tries to kind of maintain. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Henley, roll me, uh, roll me just a performance check quickly to see if you can style it out. 16. 16. Yeah, you managed to make it look like you didn't slip. But if you did, your ego would have taken a D12 of damage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Henley's shouting, heave, heave, as he slips and falls and smashes his face in the mud. <laughs> Guys, I'm really sorry to say, but Spadge just rolled a natural one. Spadge, <laughs> So much like trying to open the oven door, Spadge just fully face plants into the mud, goes nowhere near the rope. Ooh, casting tangle on. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Okay, so cool. Uh, I'm gonna cast Entangle on Henley. Great idea. Nice. Okay, great. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'm gonna with Entangle, I'm gonna let Henley uh, roll another athletics check and add it to the total score. Okay. That's but that's a 19. 19. Yes. So your total score is 52. Okay. This is cool. High five, Henley. High five. Oh no 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 no! God no! Don't touch them. Stop trying to murder me, (laughs) girl. <laughs> and uh, so you're going to roll just a straight strength check against Scarifax. Now, because it is his turn, he is going to use one of his legendary actions and he is going to go for an experimental surge. So, can everyone roll me a dexterity saving throw? Wow, okay. 18. 9. 14. 11. So, Eric, we lose your strength score because you are knocked off of your feet. You mean you've lost my one? Your one is down. <laughs> you've lost the one. <laughs> uh, Glubrick, no. we lose your strength score as well. Oh, no, Glubrick, he's our strongest. He's our main player. He's our biggest hitter. No. 
Unlike Ghoul, who is, of course, our biggest shitter. <laughs> ah, very good. Damn right. And Scarifact is going to roll a strength check. And he actually only got a four. So he got nowhere near. You're even with his knocking two of you off of his feet. You managed to heave the rope and pulled Scarifact flat onto the ground. Yeah. With two of you left standing, Scarifax takes another 13 damage. Great. Nice. Scarrow flat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Have inspiration. Yay! Yeah, you got it now. Yeah, nice. Next up, it is Eric Sanguinis' turn. How many times do you want me to press this button? <gasps> With the great D1. I'm going to roll a D1. Ooh, <laughs> one. Yes! Nice. Just just for the record, I did roll a D6, and it did come up a one. <gasps> oh, wow. Cool. Oh, nice. Okay, so, Eric, your phrase is, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Back to the horse <laughs> race, then. Come on, boy. <laughs> so, you are, uh, yeah, you're back at a kind of... Um, Oh, the horse party! I was about horse to party. say. Yeah, you're at the, the horse, horse party. party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you find yourselves at the horse party, and there are two horses: one in front of Scarifact and one in front of the four of you. Now, that horse, both horses have a gift in their mouth. You must extract <laughs> the gift from the horse's mouth without looking at the horse. Oh God. Uh, all right, everybody, try and fit in. I, I cast speak with animals earlier and I can still do it. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, get get them talking and I'll lie I'll lie down to, to receive the gift as it falls out of the mouth. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's something I can say that that he he won't He'll be, be able shot. to resist? You tell them a joke. Shot. Tell them a joke. Get them laughing. Also, yeah. Uh, uh, or maybe, shock him. Like where we are right now, we're at a party, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're at a horse party. Horse party? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Horse, you know Chris, you've been to a horse party there? before. Is <laughs> but is there like, is there just these two horses? Is there other horses How around? Do you need a description. It's a horse party. We've all been to them. <laughs> Chris, horses, okay, canapes, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's music. Yeah, Prosecco. Chris, I, Chris, I don't get what your issue is, man. It could, okay. You know what? Henley, you do you. <laughs> all I need to do is make the horse laugh with a horse joke. Okay. Great. Well, classic horse joke. Has anyone got a horse joke? All right. Why? Why did the why the long face the, is you, the punchline? Yeah, thanks, God. <laughs> I need a clean horse joke. That is a clean horse joke. This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I turn away from the horse so I don't look at it, and I and I say, a horse walks into a bar. The barman says, "Hey." The horse says, "Yes." <laughs> that made me laugh. Oh. That made me laugh. So, yeah. But you're not a horse, Dave. I think the horse community might find that very offensive. Oh. That's yeah. what, yeah. That's is true. it stereotyping? You hold know? on, hold on. Is Guys, it... um, I've got my friend Dan is in the room. He's 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 had an ear on this. Hold on, Dan, was the horse gag funny? He's nodding. It was funny. The horse laughed, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dan. He's Thank still laughing. Well, <laughs> I'm lying under one of the horses, and I've asked Spadge to lie under the other horse so that hopefully, if the horses laugh, they will drop the gift into our hands. Eric, what'd you get? Ooh. So, Eric, your gift that will go from uh, the Patreon. Uh, roll me a d20. 14. In front of you is a pair of trousers fall out of the horse's mouth. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and this gift is from Holly, and it is a pair of ordinary brown trousers. I mean, of course, I will give these I will give these trousers to Henley. Great. And I mean... Henley, what are you doing with these? These are called the Pants of Perception. Ooh, Pants. that sounds good. Well, you okay. know, Henley ha had come to terms with not having trousers, but this is tempting. They're magic trousers. 
Henley looks at them and says, straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he pulls them on. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> he pulls them on. Okay, great. So, uh, this, as I say, this is from Holly and these pants of perception. So, they are an ordinary pair of brown trousers and they change size and shape to fit the user. So they fit you perfectly. Mm, now, when you wear these, Eric, Ghoul, and Gluebrick, you no longer recognize Henley. What? Oh my God. Well, who do we what? think he is? You just think he's a stranger. Oh God. Uh, Whoa, who are you? <laughs> what do you mean, who am I? It's me, Henley. Henley? I've never met you before in my life. Wait, no. Wearing some fashionable brown trousers. What? What? Those what? Overly tight trousers. How dare you? These are snug fitting. I like a I like a pant that contours to the body. Excuse me. Would you are, excuse sir. us? We are on a very important assignment right now. Me and my friends have a mission to accomplish. Could you please leave us alone? All right. Sod this. I take the trousers off, and they immediately <laughs> oh, hey, recognise hey, you. On you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so they make people forget who I am. That's great. What a, what a useless pair of trousers. <laughs> you appear to be a stranger to people. I mean, anyone you don't know as well, I guess you would be a stranger. But if you want to appear to be a stranger to people you do know, great trousers. That's pretty yeah. good, yeah. You yeah, can go true. and visit Greg, Sylvie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can go and yeah. spy on them, yeah. Stranger. Ooh, okay, I'm going to fold those trousers yeah, up and pop trousers. them in my pack. Yeah, you could do like a Mrs. Doubtfire. You do a Mrs. Doubtfire, Greg. Enough of this horsing around. What's oh, happened to Scarifax? Now, Scarifax does have a turn. So, Scarifax, I'm going to let you guys decide, okay, in the true spirit of chaos. Scarifax is going to throw a random potion at one of the horses. Which one would you like him to throw it at? His one. Well, actually, no, yeah, Adam should make the call, because sorry, Adam, you're your oh, team yeah. leader. Okay. No, that's good. I go with my sub-team leader, Ghoul, his horse. Yes. Nice. Thanks. Scarifax throws a potion at his own horse as the gift starts to fall. Oh, no. This is no. absolutely bleak. He throws a potion at his own horse and he casts Disintegrate. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Disintegrated horse. And the horse is disintegrated and oh. it is reduced to a fine grey dust. <laughs> And the <laughs> horse ash showers down upon Spadge, and Spadge oh, is choking on horse dust. This is where you would definitely have like a horse come out with a birthday cake, about to give it to the yeah. The and that is exactly <laughs> what happens. Everybody turns oh. to the horse that was Scarifax's horse, and they're just like, "No!" Oh. 
and you realize it was that horse's birthday. It was the party for that horse. Oh, no, he disintegrated. That oh. horse is nay more. <laughs> yes. you. Absolutely fuck you. What, I made that you... joke and you spoke over it. No one heard <laughs> apart from Ellie and she stole it. <laughs> that does not that did not happen. Could you give double inspiration to Ellie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen back. This is recorded. No, that There's did not evidence. happen. I don't believe you. Hi, this is your GM, Dave Hearn speaking. I can confirm upon listening to the recording back that Henry Shields did, in fact, deliver the Namor joke first. Thank you, and good night. Guys, a horse has been disintegrated. Let's have some respect. Firstly, mocked with a stereotypical joke, and then disintegrated as brutal. <laughs> Classic happy boy behaviour. Yeah, on it on its birthday. Gosh, what are the other horses doing? The other horses have just Aww. stopped and are like horse crying and horse crying. Yeah. yeah, they actually cry upwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tears go back into their eyes. It's a very different type of crying. <laughs> But what ends up happening is they all look at Scarifax and it's like 30 horses just charge Scarifax because they are yeah. And I'm going to say each horse does a D6 of damage. So wow. that's a huge 30 D6. Yeah, 30 D6. But Scarifax is going to have a chance to dodge out of the way or, or at least reduce the damage. So he is going to roll a dexterity saving throw and he does pass it. And he takes half damage. Now, they were going to do 100 damage. So he takes 50 damage. What? <laughs> 50 damage. Oh, wow. 50 damage. And he is, he's, he's not got a lot of health left. And the horses kick up a load of dust. And the dust turns into uh, back into the lab. Uh, that you started in and uh, Scarifax is having been trampled by horses and smashed by all kinds of stuff he's not looking great and he just he just drops to his knees and he just throws his hands up and he just says all right enough enough you have proven yourselves to be truly chaotic join me and I will help you on your journey Join you? What could you possibly have to offer us, Scarifax, Master of Chaos? I will help you get through the portal to the next layer. But they've already agreed to help us. Oh, you trust the agents at my six, do you? You trust them, um, do you? You trust that you don't think they're going to double-cross you? And uh, exactly how do, you, how do you intend to do this, Scarifax? Set fire to a zebra on their anniversary? What tricks do you have up your sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> and Scarifax just rolls about. In, like, he loves that. He's just like, yes, you get it. That was very You get it. It's all intentional. <laughs> okay, I turn to the other. I turn to the rest of the happy boys. Well, what do we think? Do we think that this man can help us? Well, he raises a good point. I mean, we are just trusting a group of devils who told us to go and murder this man and they led us through the portal, but why should we trust them at all? Yeah. But then how can we trust him? I suppose yeah. he is an agent of chaos. At least we know that we can't trust him. Yeah, he's unpredictable. He's predictably unpredictable. Very well put, Guru. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I mean... What do you think, Glubrick? Do you think, Glubrick? I've actually got a bit of metal and I'm actually like trying to carve a hoof into my paw. My paws. My hands. My paws. I'm confused about what I have no idea who I am. Oh, this um, actually, yeah, I go like, what do I think? I turn to a mirror and see my family yeah. waving at me. <laughs> I, does it feels wrong? Can we trust Scarifax any more than we can trust these devils? Scarifax, 
Tell us, how do you know they're going to double-cross us? Because they're secret agents. It's what they do. They're going to take you back to my six. You're going to show them my body, and they're going to say, thanks very much, and they're going to shatter your soul pieces and just give them to the archdevil. They're not going to let you through the portal. Why would they? You've done their dirty work for them. You trust devils? He makes a lot of good points there. That is a very good point. How, How can we trust you? Well, that's the point. You can't, but you know you can't. I I will just do whatever is unpredictable and crazy. Look, for me, embracing chaos, there's there's freedom in that. In chaos is 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 creation. It's it's the wellspring of infinite possibilities. It's it's the driving force of of discovery, innovation, creativity, individuality, self-expression. And 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 the devils they want to they want to put shackles on that. They want to take your free will. They want you to live in, in structure. But if you embrace chaos, you can be you can be unbound. You can embrace a, a spirit of adventure. And 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 you can you can. Why do you think I'm like this? It's because to be chaotic is to be mortal. And the devils aren't mortal. They just want to bind everything. And I I just, I don't want that. Fuck, Scarfax is like a nice guy. I kind of like him, yeah. yeah. He makes oh, shit. I think he's converted us all to chaos. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to get out of hell too? Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying the demons have to destroy everything, and that's not what I want, but I was human once. I understand what it is to feel and think and love and create, and the devils, they just, they don't want that. I say we go with Scarifax. I say we go with Scarifax. Let's take a vote. All in favour, say nay. 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 So you guys are I mean, going with you're you're sort of accepting Scarifax's proposal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. we should switch we're, sides. We're turning. Yeah. yeah Turn sides and and go and screw those uh, my six guys. We didn't like him either. We didn't like them. We they were like kind of the dicks time. They yeah. all had sinus problems. Yeah. yeah, they did. And you know what? It's kind of cool spy stuff. Let's double cross the double cross. Okay. Oh. Okay. Wait, wait, is is Toot still with us? Uh, yeah, Sorry. yeah. You uh, you look over and he's um, he's smoking a pipe, reading the cherry orchard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, we're gonna have to kill him because he's heard this. Oh, is he on this? Oh, I think yes. I would be up for that. Yeah. Definitely up for that. A- anything that oh, involves yeah. killing Toots, yes, I, I or, completely you know, trap second. Him someone. That is a good point. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. The enemy of Toots is my friend. Let's kill him. Yes. <laughs> Can we Everyone... just say to Scarifax, look, listen, uh, there could be a deal that could be done here between the five of us. Could you sort out this Toots problem we have over here? What you you want me to you want me to kill that one, or you know, chaos him away into some sort of uh, random dimension or something? Uh, yeah, all right. And he unhooks a potion and he launches a potion at Toots, and oh he this is it. Please disintegrate Toots. No. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Or should or should Toots be in on it? Because then they'll be suspicious if Toots doesn't come back. Oh, God. What the, do we do? The chaos potion is already happening. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And it's in the air. he smashes Toots with a potion. And uh, as the potion shatters on him, him and Scarifax just swap places. Great. Great. Good stuff. <laughs> No. Wait, what do you mean? Like physically in the room or like bodies and minds? Actually, I think it's physically in the room, but I'm going to say it's bodies now. So Scarifax is now in Tootsie's body and Tootsie is now in Scarifax's body. Is it? Yeah, no, because listen, because now we can actually, 
kill Scarifax and then go back and double cross them and be like, look, we killed Scarifax, but actually we didn't because he's in Toots. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Stab Scarifax immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do. I take my axe and try and chop his head off. No, we all, can we all stab him like a whole Judas thing? Yeah, let's all yeah, go for Julius it. Oh, like Caesar. Julius Caesar. Yeah. We're all going to stab him. It's so dumb. <laughs> I said by a thousand cuts. Oh, that's Does Eric one. know any Julius Caesar speeches? That's a different murder. Oh yeah. What is it? Come to bury him, not to praise him. Well, I, I was never yeah. going to praise him. Let's just bury him. <laughs> <laughs> We come to bury Scarifax. Do it. Okay, so you're all <laughs> plunging your weapons into Scarifax. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure Okay, my so I'll, I will tell you straight up, okay? Scarifax has 25 hit points left and an armor class of 16. Okay. So I'm okay. going to give you That's all a shot at him because Toots is confused. He's in a new body. He's oh. like, what the fuck is going on? I'm going to give you all a free shot on him. <laughs> it does feel a lot like a murder. It Let's does do- feel really brutal. <laughs> well, you know what? Toots is a dick and we're double crossing. Let's do it. We're in hell, guys. We're yeah. Hell. You have no idea what he made me do in that rehearsal room kill him (laughs) i get a 17 i got a natural one i got 18 oh yeah magic missile great so you that's an automatic hit so henley and glubrick hit as well as eric Uh, so we all do damage right yeah so roll me for your uh, roll me for your damage team so let's have henley first 12 he's not looking great because i've got exactly the same number 12 12 this is one away he's literally got one hit point left eric my magic missile does 10 points of damage. And a yeah. magic missile just thuds into Scarifax, into, like tuts in Scarifax's body, and the chaotic scientist's body just falls. And as Toots falls in Scarifax's body, he just says, In all the universe, nothing remains permanent and unchanged but the spirit. I'll piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him in the head. (laughs) Would you die already? Scarifax's body falls limp and suddenly you find you're stood there with Toots, but Scarifax in Toots' body, this is going to be such a head fuck. And the four of you are stood, but now with the kind of chaotic, the kind of chaotic energy that was emanating from kind of Scarifax's body was holding the kind of demon camp together and it starts to kind of crumble around you and you realise now that they have no leader. So the demons are truly chaotic. They are just scrambling around and you are in the middle of a demon camp and you need to get the fuck out of there. Oh Skyrun, <gasps> let's send a message to uh, our captain. Hell you, yeah. Oh yes, to Captain Hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, what should we say, horse party? <laughs> should we invite them? We might have a hundred horses coming back to get revenge. <laughs> was that even real? <laughs> I don't know. Request immediate extraction. We should probably do it outside this room because it would just be on the seat. <laughs> That's true. Let's go outside first. Let me... I just need a moment with the body here. I'm just going to look at um, Toots. Toots in Scarifax's body. Yeah. And I pick up his copy of the cherry orchard and his pipe. And I look at him and I say, Finita la comedia. Curtain. <laughs> that was great. Oh. That is absolutely stunning. Does Eric kind of ultimately just like hate him, but actually respect us in the end? Yes, I think that's. It's always that sort of you know we we did a play together, and therefore our, our souls are bonded, whether we like it or not. From now on, I bet Eric's just going to be like, ah, I once knew him. He was a great man, <laughs> great actor, yeah. great actor, great man, brilliant director, brilliant on director. for his time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we run outside. 
Okay, great. So you, uh, yeah, you run outside and you're, uh, yeah, what are you writing in the sky for Pelu? Um, we require immediate extraction. Great. So you uh, fire your uh, skywrite spell into the sky and underneath you, presumably you're firing it straight overhead. Yeah. And yeah, so as you fire that, within within moments, the uh, the spectral ship, Captain Pelu's ship, appears and it flies through the kind of mists of, uh, of Avernus and uh, the scorched skies are still red and there's still fireballs raining down and you can hear the distant sounds of war ringing in your ears and uh, you see the kind of safety of this ship and you see Pelu, huge smile on his face, uh, old Papa Crumble there with Ca- Agent Cash Pound, uh, sails in, in full, uh, what do you call it, a full, full sail, they're like, they're, the ship's looking great guys and uh, <laughs> it swoops down and uh, Pelu says, quickly hop aboard, let Let's get out of here. Wonderful to see you, sir. Thank you so much. I take out, I I grab a hornpipe and blow. (laughs) Does Henley just have a hornpipe on him? I grabbed it from the ship. (laughs) And yeah, tell you looks. I jumped aboard, grabbed a hornpipe and started blowing. (laughs) Yeah, you do that. I just get on. (laughs) Yeah, Ghoul gets on and and starts waving a tiny flag. Oh, I get Spatch to give me a little leg up so that I jump up onto the ship and then I turn to Spadge and say, Spadge, I have no more need of you. And I wave my hand as to to end the animation of his... Oh, to end the animation. Nice. Good call, because otherwise he turns against you, doesn't he? Yeah, you wave your hand and actually rather than Spadge just dropping down dead, I think I'm just going to have him... Uh, he just gives you a solemn nod and just wanders off to the horizon. Oh. I say, thank you, Spadge. Oh. You were... Actually, useless. He really was. <laughs> he got a three yeah. and a natural one. That was his contribution yeah. to this episode. And, and we take the body of Scarifax and mm. uh, and lash it to the prow of the ship, <laughs> like a like a maidenhead thing. You have a, wow, that's so wow. dark. So that we can sail back and be like, look, we. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I could animate Toots and have him as my servant. Oh God. Oh wow. <laughs> But that's too. But that's too Scarifax's body. Too much. Too many levels. Yeah. I I said goodbye to him in beautiful form. Let it go. I'm sure we'll see him again anyway. God, you yeah, you really do have like a love hate relationship with Toots. You just can't let him go. It's like the Joker and Batman. They actually hate each other. Yeah, Yeah, you can't you can't hate someone that much and not have a serious connection to them. Yeah, Yeah. true. Uh, And I say, Captain Pelio, take us to the horizon. <laughs> and Captain just is, he's just like, absolutely my boy. Calls out orders and the sails fly up and Papa Crumble's pulling ropes. And the, yeah, he turns his, what's it, the big wheel? He turns the big ship wheel and you uh, you fly off into the skies of Avernus and you start making your way back to the uh, the fifth layer, back to back to the My Six headquarters. And Cash Pound comes up to you, the four of you on the boat, and is just like, well done. We have the body of Scarifax here. Very impressive, happy boys. I didn't think you could do it. Oh, yes, 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 we did. We killed Scarifax, and now we are heading back for our reward. Which is to go through the portal, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what we decided. Can Henley roll me a deception check? That's 24. Cashpound looks at the body, looks at you, and just says, well done, and walks off and sits down. Mm. So I walk over to the the other happy boys and I say, so what's the plan when we get there? Um, well, I, I suppose we just need to get near enough the portal to jump through it. Maybe yes. we take one of them hostage. The problem might be that they were never going to take us to the portal. The, the pr- <clears throat> plan, their plan, presumably, was to get us inside and then just take us somewhere and kill us, right? Well, maybe that's the advantage we have. The, the advantage we have is that we actually know this. So we can be prepared. They can't do a sneak attack on us. 
that we'll be prepared that if they do suddenly double cross us, we know this is going to happen. God, Lubrick, you had a thought. Lubrick, what, what happened to you? <laughs> I'm saying this while I'm pissing in the corner. <laughs> 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 He's pissing through the spectral ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so what we need? To, so we go in with the body of Scarifax, and then before they have the chance to jump us, we. Smoke bomb? Hide? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, if only we brought all our smoke bombs. <laughs> well, it was a distraction. We'll make a distraction and slip away and we hide somewhere. And then we can, we'll be in the building and we can find our way to the portal. How does this sound to, to you, toots? I say loudly. <laughs> and like you can tell Scarifex is really uncomfortable in this body. Yeah, I would be. Um, yeah, it sounds... Um, it's hard not to do Scarifax. Right, Toots. Uh, yeah, what was Toots? Yeah. It needs to be a mix between them. This guy. It? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it sort of maybe it'll just like, you know, one. just sort of like fly in every now and again, you know? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, kind you of made like, it hard for yourself. Yeah. That's going to be a hard job. Yeah, that's actually a really great idea. The thing you guys need to really remember is that um, only the Archdevil can let you through the portal. So even if you get through the <laughs> portal, you'll need me to, to override that. I can do that. I can, I can do that for you. <laughs> but if you can get me close enough to the portal, I can get you guys through it. Absolutely. And then while I'm in there, I can just cause absolute fucking chaos. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> how, how about this? Can we take some of the potions from Scarifax's body and use some of those? And we'll, we'll, those can be our distraction mm-hmm. at the point when they were going to ambush us. Yeah. We'll chuck all of those get a distraction, and then we can slip away and try and find the portal. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, Cash Pound. Yes. Where is the portal? What, in my six? Yeah. Oh, it's in the basement. All right. Guys, now we know it's not in the basement. So are you guys just flying straight back to my six? Yeah. So on board, on the ship, you, uh, yeah, you fly through Avernus, you fly through Dis, you fly through Mineros, keep going past Phlegathos, seeing uh, Lady Ingardo again, just being like angry that she can't get to you because you have the seal of approval. And <laughs> you finally uh, <laughs> land, uh, you come into land at uh, at Stygia. I walk over to Captain Pellew, just as we're coming into land, and I say, uh, Captain Pellew, sir, yes, a question for you. What can I do for you? This ship can fly between the layers, correct? Absolutely, yes. Can you just fly us to the bottom and out of here? <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Uh, just get us out of here. <laughs> I... Yeah, uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you know what, Henley? That is an excellent idea. I think. Um, why didn't <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? And, <laughs> yeah, he very subtly starts to. Um, okay, yeah. So he start. Okay, so he starts to fly you past the fifth layer, and oh. he. As he does this, you're you're coming in. You were coming into land at, um, at my six. And he starts to fly you past my six. And you kind of share a look with each other as if you're like, fuck, is he just... Because he can. He can traverse the layers without using the portals in his ship. And as you fly past my six, you hear a little pop. And previously, from the box with no name, you asked for a Zeppelin. And... (gasps) Um, One thing could have been taken away from you at my discretion at any point. Oh, no. And Captain Pellew's ship is taken. <gasps> and the ship oh, disappears. And what, what the, is the ship? The ship is gone. The ship is gone. Pellew is still there. Papa Crumble is still there. Everyone on board is still on board the ship. But the ship is just has just disappeared. 
it's gone. Wait, so are we do we plummet to the ground? Or? Yeah, so I'm going to roll <laughs> to see how far off the ground you are. I wish I hadn't asked now. You've, you, yeah, you've really he has no purpose up. anymore. <laughs> you guys are 90 feet off the ground. Whoa. Oh my God. Whoa. And so you are now plummeting towards the earth. Old Papa Crumble, the four of you, Cash Pound, the body <laughs> of Scarifax, and Tootsie oh. McJingles are hurtling towards the ground. I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast Featherfall. Oh, very good. Can you cast that on all of us? Well, I can choose up to five falling creatures within range. Pick oh. me! Okay, so there's me. Then there's the other three happy boys. Uh, we've then got to keep Scarifax. we've got to keep Scarifax in Toots's body, and then Cashman. That's all of us. Yeah, Captain Pell, you're the ghost. That's yeah. six, isn't it? But yes, oh, six, five, including me. Very good, Matt. Oh, does it say five, up to five creatures? Choose up to five falling creatures within range. I think that's including yourself. You have to be one of those five. Well, let's let well let's let go of Cash Pound then, seeing as we were clear that they were going to betray us. And also, Cash Pound Cash Pound probably has the ability to uh, to uh, look after themselves. Seriously, Cash Pound's not on our side at all. Yeah, I think we should kill them. What a terrible accident. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you nice. guys swoop in and you and uh, the four of you plus Toots, well, Scarifax in Toots' body, land very, very softly on the ground and Captain Pellew comes floating in and next to you slams down the body of Scarifax. <laughs> Just oh, slams yeah. into the ground. All the bones broken. Just um, abs- um, what a, um, it's still it's still the body is still there, but it's absolutely just com- mangled, mangled and fucked up. And okay, what happens to, uh, to cash pound? Cash pound. And there's also Papa Crumble as well. Oh, oh no! Yeah, oh, Papa. yeah, killed Papa Crumble. <gasps> no. So cash pound does take a significant amount of damage, but cash pound manages to tuck and roll at the last second and takes half damage. Okay. However... In D&D rules, generally it's 1d6 for every 10 feet. Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. Old Papa Crumble slams into the ground next to you and he... There is just a second where you look at his body and it is completely motionless and you are looking at the dust kicked up by this old orc that slammed into the ground. And a second or two goes by, and you're still staring, and the body's still not moving. And then you just hear, <coughs> Well, that was pretty far. <sighs> and he gets to his feet. <gasps> Up a crumble. And he is, a, he is very, very worse for wear. He is so nearly Ooh. dead, but he is alive. Oh, please. I'm glad you're alive, Papa Crumble. Your we help him to his cat. feet. <laughs> and he just looks around, and he's got a smile on his face, and what the f- fuck did you do to the captain's ship? I, well, I, did, I didn't do anything. I mean, you know, it, we, we, we had this magic box that gave us a zeppelin once, and it decided that now is the time to uh, take it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and as you, um, as you explain what happens, Captain Pellew floats down next to you, uh, the four of you, and he just looks at you, all four of you in the eye, and he just says, without my ship, I will begin to fade. And his spectral <gasps> form starts to fade away. And no. he looks to Henley and he just says, I am very, very disappointed in you, son. Oh, God. And Captain no. Pellew oh, God. fades away. No. no. Oh. Captain. Captain, no. Captain. You are the captain of my heart. Oh. I think I have to take some psychic damage. Oh yeah, you take let's say let's say a D twenty of psychic damage. Only. And that's a natural twenty. 
20. Wow. And old Papa Crumble is just left, stood there alone with no ship and no captain. Oh, Henley, he didn't mean that. He was just upset because his his ghostly form was entering a terrifying plane of nothingness for the whole of eternity. Thanks, Ghoul. That makes me feel so much worse. Oh, wait. It was meant to make you feel better because he didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't mean it. That was my best attempt at comforting. Henley's just distraught and, and so ashamed of himself. Captain Pelly was the closest thing I had to a father, at least a father who cared for me. I can't believe I've done this. I, I'm so ashamed. I, Henley takes the pants of perception out of his pack, pulls them on. Oh. So no one recognizes you. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Could you please leave us alone? We're we're on a very important assignment. Please, could you? Yes, of course. Yeah, which yeah, which which way to the the um, my six building? Do you know that? Uh, yes, it's just over there. All right, thank you, stranger. Henley just sits on the edge of what I imagine is like a cliff face. Yeah. That that we're on, and takes out a little hornpipe, and plays a, a single haunting note. Oh, no! Thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers. I am Dave Hearn. I am your GM. Eric Sanguinius was played by Adam Megiddo. Ellie Morris was Ghoul. Henry Shields as Henley Whispers. And of course, Chris Leesk as Glubrick Bumbledung. A special thanks goes out to Dan and the Stephen Joseph Theatre in Scarborough. Thank you to them for essentially letting me take over their studio for about two days. Your generosity knows no bounds. And if you find yourself in Scarborough, head on down to the Stephen Joseph Theatre. They've got amazing shows, cracking bar, and a wonderful restaurant. It really is an amazing hub of entertainment. Now that was a plug for the Stephen Joseph Theatre in Scarborough, but now let's plug our own Patreon page. You can head over to our Patreon page where you can find a whole host of extra goodies, side campaigns, little documents with extra little tidbits of info, stuff that you can really get your teeth into and learn all about the world and lore of Hell or High Rollers. Not to mention there's also some hilarious stuff on there as well. This show is produced by Gareth Tempest and the music is by the wonderful Max Runner. Thank you and good night. When you get through now Where I belong Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.